Welcome to another episode of Living Free with Dan. As always, the goal is to use our stories to change narratives. Today, I'm joined by public figure, my Nigerian gay brother, an international blogger, a social media sensation, and a London-based professional makeup artist. Without further ado, I'm Dan, your host, and I'm Living Free with Damilola at Dejawan. Thank you so much, Dami, for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I know how busy you are, and I've been waiting for this over a year. Um, yes. Thank you so much for coming. Quick question, how have you been? I've been really good. I've I'm really, really happy. I'm just happy things are back to normal a little bit. I'm, you know, for the last year, it's been, like you said, it's been a hard one for all of us. Like, we've been through different emotions. We've got mm -hmm. a lot going on in the world, but I'm just so happy that I'm able to still be healthy, still be happy. Still alive. And still be able to really be alive, like you said, you know what I mean? And that's something that is very important to give thanks to. Um, but besides that, I'm really good, and I'm so happy to be here. Cause yeah. Like you said, we've been talking about this for some time yeah, as well. Yeah, so on Twitter. On Twitter, <laughs> you know, we've been planning, you know, to actually meet and have a conversation, yeah. so... I'm just so happy to find you. you be here. And I'm particularly happy, you know, we're having to do this face-to-face. -face. You know, a lot of the interviews this season, for obvious reasons, have been virtual, right? So, mm -hmm. but, you know, to be here. Um, yeah. All right. Let me get into things. Social media, your platforms, right? I've done my research. <coughs> okay. Instagram, over 38,000 followers. TikTok, over 200. And YouTube, almost 20K. I guess my question is, how do you, how have you grown, right, to become this social media sensation? Um, you know what it is, when I started doing social media, the, mo the main thing for me was to just show the world about my makeup. And um, I never really had any goal with my social media. It's only too recently that I've actually started to plan things with my right. social media. But before, it was just me having fun. <laughs> yeah, just enjoying myself, really. Didn't even have any type of direction. I would say um, my personality is the ultimate reason I would say, because um, I've had a lot of different journeys with my social media. Right. Um, I started with YouTube, and um, through YouTube was when I was just trying to like show my personality, also trying to entertain as well, and mm. trying to also teach people how to do their makeup. And um, my skills and my personality was what sparked interest in me. Right. For the fact that I was someone that was not really fit into the box of normality right. in terms of how, you know, I'd wear makeup, mm. I always stood out, so people <laughs> was always nosy to see what I was doing, you know. I would guess that's what the interest of Damiola mm. really came mm. about. And then um, over the last year, numbers started to really go more higher due to... Why, why is that? Yeah. But obviously due to different... Um, different platforms that right. I was on. Like, for example, I started doing more, like, reels and TikToks, which were always going viral, and that, you know, made me more into a different audience and start boosting me. So I didn't really plan it. It just <laughs> happened the way it is. I'm just having fun on Instagram. Obviously, it's a part of a job that I do now as mm. well, part of my income, actually. Yeah. Um, and I make a business out of it. But in the beginning, it was just me having fun. Like, guys, yeah. I was just having fun, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. I think it's be of, like, you know, it's, it's your personality that people are in love with. Right. On top I would of say that, so. I would your say expertise so. like, as well. It was just me being. I stand out. I don't care, and I think we don't care. And you just do you. Is mm -hmm. what people love to see because a lot of people, especially men, are not what well, really scared to be themselves. Do you know what I mean? And I am myself, and I have always um, done things that it just really was mm -hmm. true to who I am. Yeah. And people love to see it, and that's what people like to follow me. Yeah, and that makes you stand out from the crowd. As I would well. say so. 
Cool. Languages. Oh, yeah, I love languages. <laughs> I speak six. Yeah. What are they? I think before you didn't notice, I was just in Spanish with my friend. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. Um, yes. I speak Spanish, Hindi, Urdu, a bit of Portuguese, Yoruba, Yoruba's bad though, and English. How yeah. did you learn? I am just really into languages. Before makeup, I've always been a, a language person, I, interest, so I guess it just came about. Are you still open to learning? I'm learning Turkish now. Yeah, <laughs> Turkish. I went to Turkey and I fell in love with the language. Um, yeah, bits and bits of other languages, right. like Greek, Tagalog, all this stuff, but Turkish, Monday, yes. I will fully master it, but yeah. Which would you say is the hardest? Um, the hardest language to learn, I would say, Hindi is quite hard, to be honest with you. Yeah, Hindi is quite hard. I think the easiest is Spanish for me. I would learn Spanish. Spanish. Quite, yeah, I think Spanish is quite easy. Um, it is hard, of course. Right. Every language is hard. There's no such thing as an easy language, mm. because language is different from your main language, and yeah. there's skills, and there's different... Um, grammar rules that we don't follow yeah. so you have to master that you have to learn that then you have to learn how to pronounce you have to learn how to have a conversation do you know what i mean so i would say every language is hard but spanish is quite easy multilingual star mm -hmm. like that like that um coming out dami so of course on the show we talk about visibility mm -hmm. validation um and i think because a lot of us did not see this type of representation yeah up. um you know so you're a gay man, mm -hmm. you're Nigerian, you're open. Yes, I'm out. You're doing makeup, like you're out. Like, mm -hmm. I guess my question is, when did you accept yourself? Like, you must have done the internal work. Um, I would say accepting myself, I, 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 it was a journey really, like I've always known I was gay. I've always known, and it's so funny when, you know, people always ask me like, when did you know you was gay? I don't remember ever right. not knowing. You know, right. and I've always been like this, you know. I would say, like, I had to accept myself because um, I, for whatever reason, I started to realise that I'm not, my person, who I am is not good. And it was like, why is it not good? I feel like I'm doing everything the right way. But then obviously, like, my family were against who I am. I would just know it because they used to go against the way I was in terms of the way I behaved because I had very feminine traits. Right. So that's what made me realise that something about me is not good, do you know what I mean? And I didn't want to be a bad person, mm. do you know what I mean? So I would try to do the right thing. But then what I realised is that doing the right thing was not the right thing for me, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but for them. But for, that's what yeah. they wanted, do you know what I mean? So I struggled to accept myself because I, I didn't know how I would accept myself. I would say as I approached 18 years old, 19 years old, and I actually came out, is when I realized that this is me, and I'm going to live my truth mm. every single day, whether you like it, whether she don't like it, whether my mom, I don't care. Right. Because my life is my life. This is the only life that I have, and I have the pen to write my story. Do you know what I mean? So I would... I like that yeah, say, that again, say that again, say that again. I would have the pen. You know, I would say that. Like, <laughs> this is my life, and everything that I do is for me. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And for my happiness. And when I've accepted myself, is when everybody else around me mm. had to learn how to accept and love me. Because nothing about me changed. I've always mm. been the same beautiful boy since young. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? My beautiful personality has always been the same. But I was painted to be a bad mm. person for my lover of, of what I was attracted to, yeah. do you know what I mean? So, yeah. How did you, so did you, in terms of coming out then, obviously you've accepted yourself, did you tell your mom? Because, yeah, yeah, so I, um, obviously my my parents that raised me are not my biological parents. Right. They're my aunt and uncle, so okay. they raised me from time. So I, they kind of had an idea that I was 
Okay. Right. Obviously, it is not that hard. Mm. Do you know what I mean? To see, right. I was not the typical boy. I was in love with Beyonce. I was very like flamboyant as a child. I never had male friends, only female friends. Right. Um, so they suspected that. Yeah, that, they kind of yeah. had an idea, and mm. there was a few things that happened when I was younger as well that kind of made them like see that what is this? But I've always shut it down because again, like I told you, I knew that I was doing the wrong thing. Mm. I felt like what I was doing it wasn't good in their eyes. So um, as I got older is when I realized that this is not, I'm not changing. Mm. And I wanted to come out and be open without having to hide myself. So the only way I could do that is if I was to reveal the truth. Right. I had the courage to reveal the truth. And I told my mom and I told my, my mom to my dad, obviously, and it didn't go well. Obviously, I was given a choice to change and I was against the changing mm. option because I was like, I can't really change. change. Yeah. And that kind of made few like, you know, few disruptions in our relationship throughout the whole time. Um, my mom never really wanted to accept me mm. um, because obviously I was not, mm. I was doing what was wrong in mm. their eyes, you know. They're against homosexuality, not just them, but a lot of Nigerian families and Nigerian people and African, I was saying. Mm. And not really just African, there's people in the world that are yeah. just against homosexuality. And um, I, I understand from their perspective, it's not what they know and educated about. But uh, at the end of the day, from my own perspective, mm. this is my truth and this is who I am, so. Oh, I was relating to every line. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, I'm Nigerian too, so yes. it's like... So you well, know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah, definitely. Thanks for sharing that. Mm -hmm. um, makeup. Why did you go into makeup? So I've always, um, well, I won't say always, I started to gain interest in makeup when I was like maybe 16 because I was the ugly one in my school. Yeah, I was, was not really that appealing. And so I wanted to think, do things to make myself feel better. Right. You know, you're going through school, those age where you don't, you want to mm, feel good about yourself. Belong and all of that. Yeah, you want to yeah. feel good about yourself. My friend was wearing makeup, my close friend, he like was wearing like just little makeup. Mm. But I said makeup, it was just like little tiny, like concealer, whatever. Do you know what I mean? And you have, to, you, have to, you have to imagine, these are different times. Mm. These are not the times we live in today. Mm. These were like more like the 2009, 10 times, do you know what I mean? So um, he was wearing makeup and I started wearing makeup and I, I liked the way I did it. I was like, okay. But I wasn't really going into it because I would hide it against my mom or behind my mom, oh. should I say. And so um, when I moved to London, I wanted to be a makeup artist. I didn't know how, I just wanted to be a makeup artist because I loved the way I felt. I put makeup on myself mm. and I started to... The feeling. The feeling. Yeah, I didn't know how to describe you. There was one time I had makeup and I walked out and that time everybody just was, whoa, who are you? <laughs> you know, they were asking questions like, ah, what is that on your face? Wow. They were amazed. And it made me feel good because for the first time I was able to, mm. I don't know how, how can I say this, like people loved it, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And not only did people love it, but I loved you the way I, good I, I loved it, it well, you know? Yeah. So I started to go higher. I wanted to try different things, went high, went high, became a makeup guru, bam. And that would just happen like that. <sighs> I know the question I asked you the other day, what, what is the quickest? Like if someone woke you from sleep now, getting makeup, what would you, would that be 30 minutes, one hour? 
Well, they, they, uh, they have the rush. Oh, I could do like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, uh, five minutes, two minutes, one minute. <laughs> every look, there's a look for everything. It depends on the occasion. Just what you want to do, how long you want me to take. If you want to do it like five minutes, I could do a look. If you want to look a look in 20 minutes. Mm. The, obviously, the longer, the better. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. More detailed. Yeah, as well. the better, yeah. you know, but if you want three, four minutes, I could, be, I could right. still go out. Yeah, my makeup is always wearable, so it doesn't matter. What inspired the Bob Risky one? On oh, I, I love Bob Risky's makeup. I, I genuinely oh. like his makeup at times, or her makeup, yeah, shall I say. Right. Um, I love the way she does her makeup, mm. or her makeup was always done, and th that particularly look, or that particular look that I saw with Risky, mm. ooh, I said, like, you know what, if I could do something, I still feel like I didn't achieve it well. To that was you. good. What but, else did um, you want to add? I don't know, I still feel like there was missing things, but I said, like, you know what, I, but with two different shades, so yeah. I do the best I can do. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Do you know if Bob does her makeup herself? Or? No, okay. well, I think she has learned, obviously, okay. as okay. time has gone by. But uh, I know for a fact that majority of her looks yeah. are done by makeup yeah. artists. But, I mean, she's all the money. She's yeah. used the lavish lifestyle, so why not? I mean, it's Fabrizky, right? Of course, 100%. Okay, um, yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, you said that really well. I was going to why did you go into it and what do you love about it? And I, I just, I just love makeup. Yeah. Makeup yeah. is like... From the way yeah. I fell in love with makeup now, yeah, it's me. And you know what it is? Yeah. is that I struggle at times to have a relationship with makeup because I feel like um, sometimes as I've, as I've grown older, there's some certain types of things I don't want to experience in my life anymore. Because mm. when I was younger, I was more rebellious in terms of my opinion of the world. I was right. like, mm, I don't care. Right. But as I've gotten older, there's some type of change I've got. Mm. And I feel like sometimes the makeup kind of gets in the way of right. certain things and right. I, I hate to say that but that's just the way i feel as i've grown older but at the end of the day i always say that no matter what it is makeup is there and that's what like the, it's like my drug mm. to escape from yeah. issues that i'm dealing with yeah like when i'm going through t like emotional stuff i don't make up i don't even remember or if somebody is here stressing me out, i don't make up i don't remember it takes me to a whole new world only people that do their makeup will know what I'm talking about. It's like mm. a high. Mm. <laughs> it's like a no. high as you see yourself transform. You become a, it's like you're transforming into the better version of yourself. Yeah. That's just the honest way. And that's why I always do my makeup to feel good. Like it, it sounds like this escape. That's an escape for me. Yeah, it's an escape for me. So, that, so I ask myself, there's no way I can stop doing makeup for no one. There's no way because it's me treating myself to be the best of me. Do you know what I mean? And I look good without makeup too. People say, oh, but you look good without makeup. You I just mean. cut your hair. You cut your hair, you look good. That's true. I feel good too, mm -hmm. but I feel better yeah. with makeup on. Yeah. Oof. Okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> um, yes, how do you handle discrimination? You know, of course, we started with, you know, what do you love about makeup, that kind of thing. I was going to, mm -hmm. I guess what I'm looking here is the intersectionality of things, right? You're a gay man, you're Nigerian, um, makeup, right? So Nigerians are telling you you're too gay. Of course, white people are telling you you're too black. Mm -hmm. And then the gays are saying, oh, God, you're a guy in makeup, doing makeup. How do you handle the microaggressions okay. that come from these different types? Types of, yeah. yeah. You know what it is, is? I will start with just straight people in general. Um, it's hard. Imagine walking out of your house and people staring at you and they're criticizing you. I get that a lot, mm. even now. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it, it, it just depends. People always look at you weird. They will make comments. I think what you have to do is I, I, I have learned to zone out of right. all of that. And, I don't, and, and people's opinion no longer matters to me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Your opinion doesn't mean nothing to me. 
I do everything for myself and I've built a friendship group and a, a good family group as well. I've got a support system that makes me feel yeah. good. Yeah. So I don't care about no one else's right. opinion. So when, you know, so long as no one is physically trying to harm me, mm. you know what I mean? I, I just do my own thing. You know, people do have opinions about me, but I know who I am and I know why I do what I do. So I let them yeah. go. It sucks because of you've asked as well that there's in the whole community yeah. as well, there's that little type of microaggression, whatever mm -hmm. you just said. That as well, um, in a way, that one is close to home because obviously I'm gay as well. And it's within your It's within my people. circle. So that yeah. one's close to home where it, it kind of makes, it, it would hurt me a bit more. But then again, I st that same tactic of not caring is what I carry myself as well. Um, so it just depends on the situation, but really and truly, above all, mm. I stay true to myself and I do what I want to do. And if you don't like it, you don't like mm. it. Do you know what I mean? Your opinion, people always have an opinion on it. There's people that come up to me that ask me questions like, but I feel like you don't need to wear makeup. I feel like, why do you wear makeup? Mm. A lot of gay guys actually say that to me sometimes. I'll, I'll go out, they'll put me to the side, like, you know what, you look good. I'm not going to say that, but I'll see you at makeup and you look better. Mm. You know, if you didn't wear makeup, I would date you. I've had that before, but I don't care because it, it doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? The person that really wants to date me would accept me for Love everything. Because yeah. that's makeup is a, is a huge, part of me, yeah. you know? So I just, like I said to you, will say true to myself, mm. everyone's entitled to their opinion. That's why we live in the UK, mm. because everyone can have their opinion. Speech, right? It's a free country, <laughs> free mind to have. Do you know what I mean? And I do me, do you mm. know what I mean? You do you, I do me. No, well said, Dami, you know, um, because sometimes you, you have to have that mindset, especially with being visible. You've got a huge platform, right? And knowing how to focus on where the love is coming from. Mm -hmm. um, you mentioned dating, speaking of dating. Mm -hmm. Because we know within our community, of course, there's internalized homophobia, right? That's yeah. a lot of us have to deal with, right? Um, as gay people. Mm -hmm. um, but femphobia is also a thing, right? So, you know, gay men are effeminates, right? Not only do they have to deal with homophobia or femphobia, and with dating, would you say being a makeup artist is hard today? Has impacted your dating, would I say, experience or life? Mm. You're single for the record. Yeah, I am single. Sorry, guys, call me. Single, but I'm not really that looking. Um, so, yeah, would you say. It has impacted it. I would say, you know what it is. Sometimes I say that had I not worn makeup and had, had I, like, you know, been what they wanted me to be, mm. I might have had a bit of a dating experience. Mm. I do say that sometimes. Um, but again, like I say, it's sad to say that, but it's the truth. Because I feel like in our, in our community, there's this stereotype of a black man that's meant to be a certain type of way. And we do care, to, we do navigate towards the more masculine, macho, tall, deeper voice. What that's what turns us on. Do you know I, mean? I like it too. I like all kinds anyways. I like firm. I like I, I just anything. Yeah. I just, I, I'm all connection. Do you know what I mean? That, I like personality. I, I like it all. I like right. all types. But I'm just saying that there is that type of mm. thing, you know what I mean? So, especially with me, like if you look at a picture of me, a lot of guys, they are, I'll be their biggest fantasy until they meet me in real life. Right. That's what people always say, do you know what I mean? And you can imagine how I would feel, do you know what I mean? Right. Being the person that wants to date, you feel like you have to cater to what mm. people want. But like I said, it's, it's all about living for yourself. And that's why I have trained myself to stay true to myself. I'm sorry, makeup is me, yeah. do you know what I mean? So yeah. I don't care about your fantasy, but it is me. So it's impacting my dating life, but at the end of the day, I'm quite lucky because I still am able to find good options. Mm, mm. But then again, they have to know that 
this is what it comes with. And you have to love it as well. And you have to support it. I do have guys that come, they say, oh, you know what, you can do what you do, but around me, don't bring it. Again, it's all these limitations, all these rules. It's, it's their you know, problem to actually yeah, deal but with. To answer your question, it's not easy. Yeah. That's just the honest truth. That's the reality yeah. of the situation. It's not easy, but I tend to focus more on my happiness yeah. than the dating part. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's finding that person who would love you. Like, Regardless. you could imagine being in a relationship and having to edit yourself. Yeah, and that's the message. Do that and that's the message that should be out there yeah. for a lot of people because I feel like um, in the gay community, we do try to please others because we feel like that's what's best for us. And we've all been there. Like, all of us have been there. And um, I feel like we don't really preach self-acceptance enough. Mm. We want to be accepted by the world, but we, we don't accept each other. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. We always go against femmes, no, was it? I don't know yeah. the word, but and you got what I mean, folks, trans. Yeah, yeah. We always go against some different things, and gay people are actually very judgmental. Yeah. And it's sad because we don't want to be judged by other people, So, but we judge yeah. other people, do yeah. you know what I mean? No. Yeah. So, um, like I said, the message that I hope to bring across every single day is, for it to be normalized for us to accept each other. I yeah. know that you're different, I'm different, we're both gay, but you're this pain, this pain, we should just be learn to accept each other. No, I agree, you know, we're all victims of the bigger system mm -hmm. and there's a lot of learning that we all need to do. Um, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Right, parents' reaction. Mm -hmm. Like, do you still speak to your parents? What mm -hmm. is the You know what's so funny? The other day, on my birthday, my mom gave me this long speech and she was like, I'm so praying for you, dummy. It's not too late. Oh. It's not too late to. I'm just kind of like, huh? I forget that they think that um, they want me to be. They know I'm gay, but they just mm. the hope you can change. You can change. That's in my hair, in my head. I'm just like, it was just a few days ago. My birthday was just last week. So I'm just like, what is it? You know? Really? I'm so lucky because me and my mom, we've come a long way. And I love my mom to death. Um, and she's an amazing person. And I know that that's what she wants, you know, for me to be straight, mm. you know what I mean? Every, oh. That's her dream. But unfortunately, that's not going to happen anytime soon. Um, the reaction my mom had was, she was very shocked, but she wasn't shocked because they've always suspected it. Right. You know I mean? She's always suspect, suspected it. So it kind of was like a, like a confirmation to what she already knew. Our guess is the way she processed it, that was quite hard for her. And for years, we didn't speak, for years. Wow. I, in fact, I was not speaking to my siblings to, everyone they come here for everyone because they felt like maybe my sexuality would influence my siblings do you know what i mean but now like through having to fight they've ex i won't say accepted but they've tolerated i would mm. say yeah yeah I even, that. I, I won't even say respect either to be honest Whoa. maybe to a degree right if you now start saying yeah, yeah, yeah then you get respected mm. they will go against it so we don't talk about my homosexuality, my lifestyle, that's never a discussion. Um, in fact, we have conversations as if I am not gay, even though oh. she knows. It's still the, in denial that I hope one day can be erased because mm. I do want to, you know, be close to my mom. Mm. I talk about my dating life and stuff with her, but I, I don't really see it happening anytime soon. But um, yeah, like I said. No, I, I feel you. Yeah, I, feel I love you. her too, though. I feel you. <laughs> I think. <laughs> for me, it's getting to a level of knowing that I can love her and love myself without yeah. being guilty. Those two things can happen. Well, I'm not, I can't change. Yeah. It's even too, it, this is a late time to ask you to change. <laughs> if you want me to change, you've done, you've done that a long time ago. It's even harder now. Trainers. Yeah, it's, um, I was I'm gonna dig, dig, I'm down that deep. <laughs> There's no way to get out of it. My mom so. message, I woke up to her WhatsApp message and then she's like, 
oh hi Dan, uh, my old friend. Mm -hmm. They're like, Oh, your friend, blah, 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 blah. His wife just gave birth to a yeah. baby boy. Mm -hmm. That's you what know, I say. I'm, we I'm get, so happy for I him. I know he's going. You know, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I just write, oh my God, I'm so happy for him. Thank you for mm -hmm. sharing. <laughs> so she wasn't expecting <laughs> everything to make us imagine that straight life. Yeah. You know, which, come on. Um, that being said, I think for me, um, I've just come to terms with the fact that they would never accept me for my queerness. Really? And that's they respect for me, yeah. but I think in order for me to move on, do you know what I mean? Like they would never accept me, right? I I, I feel they that need to way. Go on their journey. I feel that way sometimes, but I do have a underlying oh. hope. Do you? I do hope. I feel like she could. Ha, dammy, your mama will come for your wedding. And I don't know. I, I feel like she could. She could. <sighs> but it's still time. Yeah. It's still time. I know. Like it's been six years I've been out, or even longer than that. It's right. been eight years now. I can't remember how long it's been. It's been Fair a long enough. time, and. I, I mean, as time goes on, um, I love that you bring this up because I had a conversation with a friend about this topic actually, mm. and they were saying that maybe it's because I am not as close to my mom. Being the fact that with distance and everything, had I been closer to her, it would might have been easier for her to accept it. You know, that also could be a factor. Maybe as as I get older, mm. if I can build more of a closer relationship, even though I think we're quite close already. Mm. When I say close, I mean doing more things with her. Mm. You know, I mean building more memories with her because of distance. She lives in America, I live here. Mm. We've had a big, um, what was this word now? We've had something in between, mm. like, a, like a barrier mm. that has not allowed us to be close. It's more of like love mm. from a distance. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So as time goes on, if I were to build a close relationship, that would then have, she would build empathy, I would say. I and she could kind of learn more mm. about Malasa because she knows gay and uh, what she knows about homosexuality is not really from me, it's from what she's now right. seen. Because obviously and I never do, I'm maybe and stereotypes now, but it was actually my job to be closer to her, to that teacher, what I go through on a daily mm. basis. She doesn't know the struggles I go through. Mm. She doesn't know all this gay homophobia, mm. internal, uh, what is this word no, you now use now? Internalized, what's homophobia. this thing? Exactly, yeah. she doesn't know any of that. She's just thinking, <laughs> he's just doing what he wants to do. She doesn't know nothing. Do you know what I mean? But if she mm. now knew that, wouldn't she not, cause wouldn't she mm. view some empathy to not want to accept her child? Mm. You know what I mean? So I understand you know. where you're coming from, but I would just respectfully disagree to be honest. Okay. You. Do you know what I mean? I think, <laughs> if anything, physical distance was helpful. Well, For in you. my case, do you know what I mean? And yeah. You know the fact that they don't have to deal with you physically when they're going to church, that mm -hmm, kind of thing, mm -hmm, like you're mm -hmm. in the abroad, mm -hmm. that is kind of help, helpful. Mm. But I understand your point around yeah. maybe teaching them on how, yeah. you know, to not believe in stereotype because yeah. actually part of the reason I started this show was because she was thinking, oh, I thought being gay was a white thing, that kind of thing. And she, she was thinking, thinking what? She was thinking uh, she thought being gay was a white thing. White thing, you know, yeah. Like, no, That's I'm, not I'm true. Black. I'm not, do you know what I mean? Of and course. She's like, oh, are you going to die with HIV? The whole oh. stereotypes, you know? And to, not to excuse the way she's thinking, but it's also probably why that conversation about the mainstream representation yeah. about black queerness. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's we can go on and on about our mothers, but <laughs> it's I don't know. But I do feel you when you say that literary of hope, like because could you imagine having a mom that's accepted? I would love that. <sighs> I, I want that so much. You know, I really want that because I love my mom to be honest, but I'm grateful for what I have now. My mom yeah. loves me and we speak all the time. Yeah. And I'm really grateful for, and I acknowledge mm. and give credit to where she's come from. 
from where she's been I and the, the mindset she had then, it, there is a huge progression. Yeah. And that's why I have that hope, because I've seen I the progression, that. you know. Um, it's still, like I said, things take time, yeah. and do you know what I mean? So I do, to answer your question, I don't even know what your question was again, but yeah. I, I can say that yeah. she would. Yeah. She would accept one day. I believe so. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Mm -hmm. No, I, I understand. Oh, mental health. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a big taboo topic, especially within our community. Um, you do so much um, and you're exposed to a lot, right? How do you cope? Have you been coping with your mental health, especially during these crazy times? That's a hard one. I, I think, mental, you know what it is, is that there's days where I just stay in the bed and I'm just miserable for the whole day. And I, and I think so much. I think the pandemic really was battling mm. with everyone's mental state because um, I was thinking about a lot of things and I was really critical of so much things, particularly like myself right. as a human being. And I think that really brought me down as well. And I would say that um, the way I handle mental health is positivity. That's having that positive mindset will take you a long way in any situation mm. that you're going through. That's what really helped me, um, was just being positive and knowing that even though today my may, may not be the best day, mm. tomorrow is gonna be an even better day. Yeah. And also knowing that I can change anything I don't like about my life. I love that. I like that. That's an amazing, um, amazing thing to have is that if you're not happy about something, you can really put some mm. change in, you know? And I always do my best to, to just be positive mm. in anything that I do. And advice to anyone that's going through mental health problems or not feel happy about themselves, you have to love yourself as mm. well. And you have to always think positively and things will always get better. Mm. Um, and that's what helped me go. Yeah. That's, that's what I do, you know, well I, I pray as well. So yeah, Team Christian, so yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> team I mean, hashtag. Hashtag, so yeah. Um, I also like your points around processing those feelings as well. Mm -hmm. like crying if you need to, mm -hmm. like you mentioned, but I'm just having, yeah. Yeah, and I think friends come a long way as well. Yeah, Talk to your friends system. about it, your support system. Um, that they also do help as well. Sometimes not everyone has a good support system. Mm. So sometimes you have to just handle it on, like, on your own. There's times where my friends aren't really available for mm. me. I did not have a responsibility. You know, it's really, I'm here for myself, me, myself and I. I have to now try to handle that on my mm. own. But it's, again, what would help me is that positive outlook. Yeah. That positive mindset. That will always help me. So. Oh my God, you inspire me so much, Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, two more questions. What is the future for Dami? You're building a massive brand. Uh, I'm just going along with it, you know. I, yeah. I think uh, there's, this year has been a crazy year. I've had a lot of emails of different, um, of different opportunities, mm. and I'm really excited because stay tuned, guys. There's going to be a lot of interesting things to see. And my brand is building beautifully, and I'm enjoying it. Um, I've had so much great things I'm doing, um, but I, I, I don't even know where I'm going. Mm. I'm just doing it, you know. I'm just playing with makeup. I do feel like um, I do want to be more into the business side of things. I'm, I'm hosting an event too, so oh, yeah, very soon yeah. as well. Pop Mind Festival, right. definitely, that's coming out soon. So all these little things that I'm doing, I'm just having fun with it. Mm. Um, I'm, trying to build my brand as well. So let's just see what happens. Yeah, know? no, we're going to be watching and rooting for you mm -hmm. and supporting your success. Thank you. Um, a lot. Last question. Take yourself back, 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 back. Um, what would you say to your younger self? At what age? Mm, I would say the lowest I was, was age 16. Hmm. That's, that was when I was just, did not know what I wanted to do with me being gay. And I, I remember 16, I wanted to 
I was going through the changes of transitioning from mommy's boy to wanting to be an independent person mm. at 16. And I would tell myself at the age of 16 that, don't worry, you will get through. You will get mm. through. Because looking at me now, I definitely got through. At the age of 16, I didn't know what I was, how I was going to end up telling my mom that mm. I was gay. I wanted to. I had so much different plans. So much plan. I used to write it down about different oh, schemes. Yeah. As soon as I graduate school, I'm going to go here. As soon as I do this, and I, every plan I had was not going through. And it was just coming out, coming out. I was scared of being disowned. I was scared of all what will happen. But mm. I would tell my age, I would tell myself at the age of 16 that, Damilola, don't worry. Mm. You're going to get through. You're going to pass all of this. So, yeah. Oh, we could go on and on and on. Thank uh, yeah. you so much. Thank you so much. It's uh, been a blessing. I'm really honored to be able to have time. this platform to speak oh. and have my voice be heard. So thank, thank you. you so much. Oh, thank you, Dami. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for watching. Be sure to subscribe to Living Free with Dan on YouTube and follow, follow, follow Dami everywhere. TikTok. What is your senior? Senior Fenty. Senior Fenty. Dan, what is that? French? Senior is Spanish. Oh, oops. Oh, yes, sorry. it's okay. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys. So I see you next time. Keep living free, keep feeling free. Goodbye. Thank you.